hung out to dry. Finally podcasting here, the host is here, the host is Blaze, welcome back for another episode, (laughs) I so screwed up on that intro, I thought I had it, but I was just like, I'm saying some nonsense before I begin, so today's episode is going to be called The Air Out Era, and I think I wanted to do this episode about how uh, pessimistic I start to have a view towards society how I really don't take a lot of things seriously and how I think there's just an ultimate detrimental effect that's happening in the paradigm shift of the society. That's been happening for the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I just have really more of a negative view on how society is going to go. Of course, there's some certain positivity that comes out of it. There are certain things that I think is positive about the society, but a lot of me just feels like I am I am just definitely pessimistic towards what's going on. So uh you know what? Let's just get into it. And and what I mean by the air out era before I go is that um with the air out era, it's this thing about people having differences of opinions or if something happens to someone because of an argument, what a lot of people resort to is spreading out dirty laundry via social media and you know youtube they want to do things like um dox people for having a difference of opinion and of course what comes after that is death threats you know i'll see it on uh, facebook and instagram family members arguing with each other and calling each other uh bitches hoes and this that and the third uh you know controversial things about trying to catch a man cheat and i'm catching your woman cheating with another man and then uh, you know, the the real grimy, grimy stuff or the real like I'm going to get you sucker type of stuff. You know, like when I see gay men trying to air out DL dudes or transsexuals trying to out men that had sexual relations with them and everything just seems like one big blur. You know what I'm saying? All these different things. We're trying to air somebody out, cyberbullying and, you know, making sure that you know, that person is going to feel bad for what they did. And, you know, a lot of these different things that happen to results in people doing extreme things like committing suicide. So it's like this air out era. You know, I've been I've been kind of blessed not to really be included in that. And, and you know, nobody really tried to ever really come for blaze by trying to threaten me or, you know, air out my public information or anything. I've never really gotten that yet. Uh and I hope it stays that way because I wouldn't want to do anything to anybody to provoke them to do that. Like, you know, I don't think and I don't think that I would deserve it either. Like, I haven't done anything to anybody. So, you know, the only thing I can remember is that I remember in high school, I was about to get into a fight with somebody because they was talking mess about me online. So I was just like, oh, you talking shit? Meet me after school so we can fight. And they showed up, you know what I'm saying? Because it was actually a friend of mine that was friends with them. That used to go to the high school, but he didn't go after that year. So we still was cool. 
and the two dudes that he was cool with showed up to the school and I was just like, yo, you talking shit, put down your backpack right now, let's fight so I can knock you the fuck out. But, um, you know, I'm older, like, you know, that was high school. I was, I didn't really know myself spiritually like I know myself now, but, um, this idea of doxing and, you know, trying to air people out and spread people's dirty laundry in business is just really crazy. And, you know, you have people that air themselves out. They spread too much information. You know, they, they talk about themselves a little bit too much where people don't really know that need to know their personal life. You know, I believe in having social media etiquette, but, you know, a lot of people don't really realize it and stuff like that. So uh, let's begin. Because I think three of my topics is going to be, uh, I wrote it down, it's dating, doxing, and discipline. And I'm just going to break down everything so that you can understand me. So. so, dating, right? Online dating uh, and relationships and all these different things. I've always believed ever since the start of online dating, because I do have online dating history, uh, I've always believed that I'm not the type of person that wants to express that I have a girlfriend on social media or if it's a girl that I'm talking to. You know, I, I prefer people to not really know my life personally, even if it's just a girl that I'm having sex with. Like, it's none of your business, like, what, whoever my interest is, whoever my girlfriend is. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing that. I don't like showing my girl off on social media. I don't like doing that. Like I would rather, you know, her just be to herself. You know what I'm saying? And just be like, yeah, I added her on the gram. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we might have a couple of posts together, but it doesn't. I'm, I'm not trying to insinuate that's my girlfriend. It's just none of your business. I don't really like sharing my personal life like that on social media. That's me. But you know, you have people out there that feel comfortable. Which just being like, hey, this is my girlfriend, this is my boyfriend. So, of course, you do have those type of relationships that grow sour. And that, you know, when, when it comes to dating in the aspects of intimacy, a lot of people get off by trying to air people out because of their relationships or a bad, messy breakup. And things get a little bit too ugly, get a little bit too personal. And, you know, even friendships like, you know, you'll see. What is it that I saw? I saw something like I usually sometimes I'll see on social media. Right. I'll see that if it's a bad breakup or if it's just someone just being grimy to another person, especially women, like what you'll see is. uh, It's disgusting because I have an imagery in my head, yo, like it's just disgusting. Like, these people will take their time on putting a woman's panties, like, taking a picture of a woman's panties and seeing, like, the screech stains on it and trying to say, that's why you a dirty bitch. And you'll be sitting there like, that is so gross, bro. Like, I don't need to see anybody's, like, vaginal discharge or butt juice on their the stain that's staining their their panties or their underwear. I don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? That's just gross to me. And people be like, that's why you don't clean yourself. That's why you don't wash up after yourself. You dirty. And it's like, are y'all for real? So you mean to tell me y'all clean 100% of the time and that y'all don't be having bud juice coming out and y'all don't be sweating and things happen where it just spoils down to your drawers? Like are we really going to are we really going to go there? You're not going to sit here and tell me you're 100% clean all the time. Don't lie. All right? And, and my thing about it is, is that 
it's just really gross to see that because I don't want to see that shit. And I don't know what it proves, right? Now, with that being said, you know, things get ugly in relationships. People break up. I believe in a relationship. If you break up with someone or you decide to say, hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore, you know, it should just be like, okay, cool. Let's just delete each other on all of our apps. If we're together on here, let's delete each other. You know what I'm saying? It's no point of talking to you. I believe in that. I don't think you should keep people online. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just something that is once it's over, it's over. Like, you know, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Now, if it's on good terms, well, maybe we could be cool. We can be calm and collective, but I really would prefer us to not even talk anymore. And, you know, other things with dating is infidelity. People go online constantly and have to berate somebody else and be like, oh, he cheated on me with so-and-so and, you know, they're unfaithful. He was out or she was out with this person, yada, yada, yada. And look what she did. Oh, I got it on video. I got the sex tape. I'm going to air them out and blah, blah, blah. And again, I don't find it to mean anything. And that's why I say to the extreme, people commit can uh, commit suicide off of that. And a lot of people just don't care. You know, a lot of people just don't care. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it online for the whole world to see how much of a whore you are. And all these different things, you know. And it's just like, where does the respect go about social media etiquette? If I had a girlfriend and she was being disrespectful to me, my first impulse is to say, hey, look, listen, we should break up. You know, I don't tolerate the way that she was behaving towards me. Look, you know, I wish you the best. Maybe we could be cool in the future. But right now, I don't think we should be talking to each other. I think we should delete each other off of these social media apps. I won't talk about you. I hope that you don't talk about me. Let's keep it that way. And... um, You know, a lot of people do a lot of things that's just very hurtful to people, you know, and I've seen also to piggyback off of the infidelity thing. I also was seeing the DLs and the the trannies and the, the alternative lifestyle type of air outs where when it really got broke down to it, you're literally seeing these dudes, man, these dudes that's flamboyant, homosexual. And they like, yeah, I was, your man, your man was da-da-da-da with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it online. Your boyfriend is a cheater. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, he was seeing, we went to this place and blah, blah, blah. We was at the hotel or I was in his bedroom. I was in your bed and we was doing this and we was doing that. And you see it, it's just like, you know, exposing a man for being gay, Right? I don't I don't know how far it goes because I understand if you shame a man for being gay, he has to take that. Where's the double standard? You can't shame a woman for being a lesbian. On the DL, if a woman is on a DL, because we can't play it like women don't be on a DL, but it's more acceptable for a woman to be on a DL. She's not gonna they're not gonna feel no type of way if you air out a woman in about being a lesbian. But for a man to be gay and he's doing gay activity with another man. That shames his personality, right? That shames him. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, I blame the DL dudes too, because as much as you're sitting up there playing games, quote unquote, with this dude, you're just as guilty because you know you're living a lie. That you're not comfortable in your own skin to say, hey, look, listen, so-and-so, the guy might say, 
he is a it would be better if you say you're bisexual than to just say oh nah nah I'm still straight or you doing little slick shit on the side you know after work with homeboy at the hotel or at his house and then trying to deny it later because you still got a girlfriend listen I don't believe in that shit I believe that if you're in a relationship with your woman you're in a relationship with that woman now the thing about it is it has to be terms and conditions and agreements because not all girls is built the same certain women And I think a large amount of women mind if you're seeing another woman. I think they believe that if it's a monogamous relationship, don't try it. Even girls that I've seen that I think I'm interested in, right? I know for sure they only want me to deal with them. I can't come to them about having a polyamorous relationship. Can't. I already know how they're going to react. They're going to be like, are you crazy? And that's what I really, really think. Most women want to have a monogamous relationship. And... (laughs) <laughs> my thing about it is the the weird odd thing about this shit man is that the understanding and all that is is getting at a man because of his lifestyle i think it's wrong for the dude to air him out i think the dude should just take his l and just be like hey you ain't getting a dick no more he don't really want to mess with you like that he playing with you and only dealing with you because he wanted to give you the dick so you really can't get mad at that, and maybe you guys should have just came to an agreement, and if you felt like dude was playing games with you, then you should have left. Should have never even put no feelings or got yourself involved in that. So you catching feelings over something that you liked in the beginning, but you've seen the signs that the dude wasn't there for you. Now, that's on the DL side. These transsexuals is another story, okay? Because transsexuals... The the psyche of a transsexual is saying, I am a woman, okay? Refer to me as a woman. I'm not a man anymore. I am a woman, right? And I don't really see trans men. I think trans men is even less common than transsexual women. But getting to transsexual women, they're like, I'm not a man, I'm a woman. Respect me as such. Yes, I know by my birth certificate, but that doesn't define me, right? And... You got the brothers that sleep with them. You know, they want the experience of having a woman, but they still want the exoticness of that quote unquote woman having the phallus. It's just something that works for them. And that's why I think I I start to understand, not to say that I agree with it, but I start to understand the psyche of men that go for the alternative lifestyle. Because it's about the feminine aspect that they're attracted to. They, that's why they feel weird if they're doing stuff on a DL or they're doing something with a transsexual. Because they know inherently reality is reality. You know it's a gay activity. You know it's homosexual. But it's a feminine trait that you like about that man or transsexual that keeps you coming back. And the thing that I never really liked about these women, these quote-unquote women or transsexual women... They air out a dude by putting him on camera, trying to make them tell the whole world that they was knocking boots and that they were having sexual relations and the guy was touching such and such phallus and he was putting it in his mouth and all these like explicit things. And then it's just like, yeah, why don't you tell your girlfriend the real? Why don't you tell the people what we was doing? You said that you like me. You want to be with me. Now you playing games and this, that and third. It's all bullshit. And I just recently seen that with an NBA player. They quickly deleted it, deleted it 
when I tried to get my hands on it because I just wanted to view it so I can get a proper context because it's common. You know, these NBA players be sitting up there having these escorts and transsexuals involved. They are. They're, they're, they're involved. And, you know, for whatever reason, they'll say, oh, I didn't get paid for my services or, uh, you know, yeah, we were in a relationship. And he doesn't want to tell the world what we was doing. And he was doing this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And that's all the other stuff, man. It's crazy. And my thing about it is, is like, you know, dude, you're responsible for that. And especially if you're an NBA player, you have the right or a public figure. You have the right to have an NDA. With that NDA, you have them sign it. You have it scripted. You say, hey, if you slander me, such and such is going to happen to you. Because you decided to slander me. Okay. And my thing about it is, is that people have to understand, like, you you know, let's be real. Protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be slandered. You want to have a good reputation. You want to get down and dirty behind closed doors. That's your business. You know what I'm saying? But you can't get mad if those people decide to air you out. I think the people who air you out is immature because there's no real reason behind it. It's based off of feelings. But at the same time, you as a man and you're taking that position to do something like that, you got to hold yourself accountable, bro. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't really understand that and realize that. So with that being said, when it comes to dating, yes, there are just certain standards you should have your, you should have for yourself as a man to avoid having situations like that. And I understand when it comes to this idea of airing people out or doxing that certain people, regardless of whatever gender, Certain people just get caught in their feelings. And certain times they just want to make you out to be the bad guy. It's nothing you could really do about it. But all you could do is in certain situations, move accordingly and have an agreement about saying, hey, look, listen, I want my life private. I don't want you talking about me, about my business in the streets. I would really respect that we just keep this on a humble and keep it on a hush and see what your partner says after that. So I get that people are strong, right? People have an opinion. People have different things that they feel that a lot of other people may disagree with. Uh, You know, public figures may have a track record of saying things against other people and all these different things. Doxing and the idea of doxing people for having a difference of opinion, it's not something that I would really... It depends on the situation because that's not a lot. I kind of enjoy certain people's files being opened up Especially when you know they talking some bullshit and you just know you need confirmation to prove it. But it's just that sometimes it gets a little bit ugly and sometimes I believe it's not called for. Like, for instance, if let's just say it's someone, even though it's a post-Trump presidency, right? Um... Let's just say it's someone that has a make, make America Great Again hat and they're patriotic to America. They love the U.S. They're like, hey, I'm an American. Yes, make America great again. Joe Biden is a fraud. Kamala Harris is a fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump, Trump, Trump 2021. And, you know, they have a very spicy and a very arrogant steeze about them. They say, yeah, all you people out there that voted for Biden are idiots and da-da-da-da-da, this, that, and third, you're dumb. You're making America uh, 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 go to the wasteland. It's going to be a garbage dump in the next six months because of you guys. 
let's say they have a big following off of that. There are people out there that is waiting to dox that that person based off of what they said. Okay? And they will take it there. They will expose that person's credit information, where they live, uh, what they've done in the past, try to see if they was a racist, and try to see if they've said anything disrespecting any nationality, which is going back to what I said, and any other evidence they could prove to say that that person is a bad person. All because people have a difference of opinion. And do I think that's necessary? No. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's really reasonable to do that to people. You know, if I disagree with someone, like like for instance, I could be doxxed for saying that I hate Black Lives Matter. And let's just say I do have a big following. Let's just say, hey, I have enough people who's following After Blaze on a podcast, or you see me on YouTube, or you see me here, or you see me here. Now, if I say that, there is somebody waiting to dox me and say, you know, yo, Blaze is this, Blaze is that, yo, Blaze lives here, Blaze did this, da 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 and they'll look into your track record to prove that you're a degenerate. And I've never really understood in certain cases why people needed to be doxed. Like, I'd never really understood that I just felt as if when it came to certain situations, it wasn't called for. And um, it's another it's another thing that I remember talking about doxing. And I just was thinking about it in my head like, yo, this is messed up. Ah, man, it's another personality, man. Give me one second to get that thought. Because it says a lot about people, right? It says a lot. You know, it's a lot of people that want to dig into people's family, you know, relationship details, who was with who, how were they in a relationship. And, you know, to me, it's just like, I don't follow how is this supposed to ruin a person's reputation. Now, I get it. Now, if you're a fraud and we catch you out on some bull, I get why it would be necessary. Believe you me, I would I would get the reason why it's necessary. Because it's like... I hold you to one thing, right? You you say these are your values, right? You say these, these are your values. This is stuff that you believe in. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. That's what you said. But then, judging the fact of the matter, if somebody knew that you did exactly the opposite of what you said last week or this week, now we have to hold you to that. Because what really are your values when behind closed doors you don't even act on the same thing? You understand what I'm saying? And that is what makes doxing, I guess, okay. Because there's always that saying, uh, what is it? Whatever is done in the dark will come to light, right? And, and that is a statement that I believe in. If I hold myself to something that I have values, right? And I say, well, this is how I am on this issue and there's nothing you could tell me. Now, people who personally know me be like, yo, Blaze, that's not true. You're, you're a hypocrite. You know for sure you don't do that. And they check me on it, I can't really get mad. Because then I have to be held to that standard and be like, well, that is true. That is true. And we had different forms of doxing, especially with the political campaign last year, where, you know, Joe Biden and the 94 crime bill, and then, you know, Kamala Harris being a prosecutor for helping get a lot of so called black men in prison, and then, uh, you know, all that stuff. And Trump for his bankruptcies, him having a racist type of uh, 
history with so-called black people, his father having racial history with so-called black people. Um, you know, it, it, it's just one of those sort of things where, you know, a lot of people have to understand that at the end of the day, doxing comes in many forms. And, you know, sometimes it's very hurtful what comes behind doxing because it could get even more extreme to, you know, making someone feel like they have to protect their lives because the internet trolls might say, hey, look, we might come to your town and give you a nice ass whooping or try to kill you. And that's where things get a little bit serious. And that's when I'm like, okay, we need to put the pause button on it and let it go. So I don't think I really have any much more than that, but I'm going to move on to what I specifically think specifically think is the parenting aspect. Because I do see this a couple of times where I see that when it comes to discipline, especially social media, it starts to become really ugly. And one thing that I would preach for the generation that's helped raising these kids now, you know, we live in a media-based society. You know, social media dictates movements. And I would just really like to have a discussion on that real quick. So, peep. Now, I get it. I know that there are people out here who have children and, you know, they want to instill the best in their children or instill the worst. I start to become very, I don't want to say omnipresent. I don't even know what that means. It's just a word that was in my mind. But I start to become very reflective and just analyze a lot, like, the reasons why people have children. I really do. Uh, You know, I think certain people didn't mean or intend to have children. So it's kind of like one of those sort of things that they had children, not necessarily as a mistake or as a mistake, and they just have to live with it. There are certain people who have children and wanted to have children just to get back at somebody. There are certain people who had children just to cause drama with another person just because they felt like having an argument and all these different things. I mean, look, the excuses can run for miles. And what's sad is kids are growing up in these backwards and messed up environments and there's no planning from it. It's just that, oh, I don't like so-and-so. I don't like your quote-unquote baby father. I don't like your baby mama. More so out here, I don't like your baby father because, you know, it's fitting more of the matriarchal build and, um, you know, the divorces and all these different things, right? But, you know, the, the one thing that comes out of these broken family, families and these broken elements is that because of this social media age, when a kid gets out of line, I never understood what the purpose was of someone filming you know, disciplining their children and then uploading it onto YouTube to prove a point about how this is how you don't act. This is not how you conduct yourself before your parents. Like, I didn't understand the point of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't get it. I just don't. It doesn't mean anything. And I usually do see it with a lot of these parents nowadays where, you know, when they're talking to their children, you know, they're talking to them in a way where, They're talking to them like they're adults. They're cursing at them. They're calling them names. They're belittling them. They're 
making them seem like they're nothing. And these children have to grow up with that type of self-esteem. So it's no surprising to me when they get older, they start acting out. They start, you know, saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to bully this person just because. And da 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 the lack of a, the lack of attention, the negligence, you know what I'm saying? And it's a cycle that is reflective on the parents. And I just see it as getting worse nowadays. Like back in the days, you just got an ass whooping at home. You just knew you was going to get an ass whooping. It wasn't nothing to talk about. The phone is down. Uh, you know, you cornered. You can't leave the house. You got that belt. You're getting that ass whoop. And then you're going to cry and you're going to go to sleep. <laughs> That's how it was. You know what I mean? And what's great is parents realize that happened back in the day. And as kids get older and get into their young adulthood, you know, I've understood that parents was just like, you know what, I'm sorry that I did that to you as a child. I should have disciplined you in another way. You know, I should have talked to you like this. If I knew any better, I would have made sure to handle the situation like this, you know, and, you know, it's it's people that's growing up realizing that, you know, some of them had mental issues. They had a disorder as a child. They don't understand why. And my thing about it is, is that I usually see it stemming from these broken homes. A lot of them that I see on like World Star Hip Hop are like these dead ass single moms. Even to the point you're having single moms that's like in their 40s and 50s now, still having these children live at home with them, even um even these kids that dead ass has a baby and a toddler walking around while these single moms is at home. The stress that I can imagine a single mom is carrying. With taking care of all these children, plus another mother that's taking care of a little ass kid. And they'll say things like, you see that? You see that? She don't like to take care of herself. She walk around the house. She don't clean the dish. Or he's being disrespectful. He don't take out the garbage. Blah, blah, blah. We all know that's the way children act. There's never going to be everything they want to do for you. Sometimes they're going to say no. Sometimes they're going to be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I mean, look, listen, let's let's be real. With my parents, there's certain things I'll just be like, I don't feel like doing that. Like, today's not a good day. I'm sorry. Like, I, I just can't take care of that today. And there's no disrespect to them. I love them to death. But it's just that I can't do it. Like, when I'm focused on something, I don't need no disturbance. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing on them. And, I, and I'm pretty much sure it doesn't really get like that because I have my space, you know? And maybe because I'm older, the, the the whole thing is different. But parents know this. But I have to insinuate that you have to understand it again. Children are curious with emotions, with the way that they plan things, the way that they do things. They're curious. So it's never going to be, I believe everything that my parents says is 100%. It's not. And that's how you should be as a person. You should never always trust one person's word. Like, you got to go with your standards first. If they seem plausible and you've done the research and it equals up to, like, 2 plus 2 equals 4, then yes. But I say this because this idea of discipline that they're trying to impose on their children, it's like to embarrass them where millions of people will watch and they'll be like, oh, my God, look how they discipline their kid. And it's not like they're doing it to rejoice. 
mainly what they're saying is, yo, you're embarrassing yourself and you just embarrass that kid. I don't really see it coming out to be positive. Like, oh yeah, you disciplined them. Oh, she was acting like a hoe. Because I'll, I'll say why I'm using this as an example. Because I remember seeing on social media, and I see this a lot, that you have these moms usually, right? You have these moms that will notice that as the girl is getting older, she's starting to understand what her use is, what that sexual sexual organ is about, about her being a little bit curious about wanting the other sexual organ, organ if you understand what I mean. And in order for them to understand, because of the influence of social media, you know, they start taking them pictures. They start taking them, I just got out the shower picture and I'm only in a towel. Guess what I got under this? You know what I'm saying? They start taking them pictures. They start taking them pictures where they start lifting up that shirt, trying to tell you what color that bra is. They start taking down them jeans, trying to show you what color those panties are. Those pictures is there. And, you know, they be like, hey, you know, I want to F-U-C-K and all these different things at a young age, at 12, 13 years old. They're in heat. They start to understand what everything is about. They want to know what it feels like. And instead of having a birds and bees conversation, because I usually see it on a women's side. I mean, with the men, it's just like, you're just like, hey, I want to have sex. You know what I'm saying? As a teenage boy, I want to have sex. Instead of being practical and saying, you know, as a young lady, we don't do that. You know, we respect ourselves. You may have a crush on boys or you might like some boy, but you don't you don't send them that. We're going to have a sit down conversation about what it means to be a woman. What what is it that you should do as a woman? We're not going to put this on social media. We're not going to sit up there and try to think that. What these older chicks do, have them only fans and, you know, post them IG little thotty photo, photos and all that other stuff. As a young lady, we don't do that. You know, you know, it's nothing wrong with being cute and, you know, dressing a little bit like, you know, to show off your curves in a certain way. But we don't want to put that on social media. You're young. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot ahead of you. I don't want you something happening to you where, again, it goes back to doxing. These boys take your photo and then they put it out online for the whole world to see. And then you're embarrassed on social media. And it's like, yeah, we can't see the photos when you decide to put it up online because they're minor. Right. You don't you don't want to be accused of. Now, nah, I'm not going to say pedophilia, but you don't want to be accused of doing something inappropriately, especially against your own child. And of course, um, you know. Just an off keynote, I just thought about, yeah, a lot of these issues about how members of the family molest children should be something that's that's brought up about more. It should. And it does go back to doxing because I do like the fact that, you know, men and women will come forward even later in life saying so and so molested me as a child and feeling like they didn't have no place to discuss that. So they had to take it to social media to warn their family members initially, right? And going back to this, yes, we can't see the pictures because you're being respectful of your child and you're trying to teach them a lesson, but it still hurts the fact of the matter that you decide to go on social media, take their phone, go on their account, and then say, 
Why don't you tell the people what you did? This is what you did. Why don't you tell them what you did? Oh, you told them to cash app you? Oh, so you showing them all these half naked pictures and this and third? It makes it worse. Because initially it started with them sending out a couple of little nudies and all these different things to all these random ass boys that's just horny. To now you made it more of an extreme to exposing her to the whole world about something she did with a couple little boys. You know what I'm saying? And that is something I don't like. With men, I don't, I think with men, the main thing is about attitude. So I'll see the moms, I'll sit up there and say, oh, he's being so disrespectful to me. He's talking on a turn. Look at how he treats his mother, you know? And it's like, it's not how you discipline your kid. I think a lot of people don't take the time to understand the relationship between them. Whether you live in a single mother household or as a two-parent household. Or say, for instance, your child decides to steal. Why don't you teach your child a lesson by not putting them on camera and then interrogating them and putting them in a chair and saying, oh, this is what you did. It's just something that really nags at me. Even though I don't have kids, I would never want to put my child do that. And I would do my best as a father to say, hey, look, listen, I got rules. Now, if you don't want to follow my rules and you don't want to be respectful and you don't want to have a better living so I can teach you the mistakes I made and what not to do. Oh, you can leave and go find a family who loves you. It's no hard feelings. Or, you know, you can try to find somebody else who's going to discipline you the way that I am. I still love you, but you're dumb. You know what I'm saying? And I think the way that conflicts need to be resolved especially with children versus parents, it needs to be a better better dialogue of not relying on social media for validation and approval. And I think a lot of parents of today don't understand that. And they just feel like, hey, I got my phone available, so let me show you my child embarrassing themselves. And I'm going to make a commentary about my child embarrassing themselves. Why is there not more upliftment Oh, look, my child did this today. My child did this. Why, my child did that. Oh, my child is owning a business. Oh, my child put together this great strategy for a business plan. Oh, my child saved up this amount of money. Or oh, my child invested in Bitcoin. Why are we not bringing those type of videos out? Why do we have to focus on this nonsense? And I'm pretty sure that there are videos out there, but the negative is out there. And that is something that really upsets me because it's just like, you know, you're going to embarrass your child and they're going to be inflicted with that wound when they grow up. Imagine how they're going to feel when they get to my age. Imagine how they're going to feel when they're in their 20s. That you taught them that and you expose them on social media. They might feel like, yo, I don't want to use social media or I was I'm going to be on World Star the rest of my life, even if. It's old as hell. It's page 241. It's still there. People remember me for what happened on social media. I never asked to be embarrassed. You embarrassed me. And I think that a lot of people need to be careful about things like that, you know, and respect your child's boundaries and teach them how to be better instead of trying to make it worse for them, you know. So. That's all I really have to say. But this air out era, 
gives me more to thinking about how much of a pessimist I am and that I'm just here floating. But on a moral scale, I just don't really look at this society as being positive. It's just a lot of idiocracy and just pandering to things that's just making things worse. And that is why I still contemplate my my choices, whether I want to contribute back to this earth with another signal of me or would I rather just continue on my Nikola Tesla type of steez until the day that I die? Who knows? But that's all I really have to say. So stay tuned for the next episode. I'm out. Peace and hair grease.